You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. Look, this is one of the most dangerous, perhaps, unfortunately, to say parts of our lives. People run early in the morning or late at night by themselves. It's just something. Life gets in the way. Read a lot of blogs lately about, hey, run with a partner, never do so at night. Well, I mean, we, we got to go to work. We have other stuff we have to do. So you've got to get your run in when you can. And oftentimes that means by yourself. And that means early in the morning or late at night. That's when I train. And, and, and when I go up and down the lakefront here in Chicago, I see a lot of individuals by themselves, men and women. Of course, you see the running groups, but it's just ha- you have to do it or you won't be able to get it in. So what can you do to stay safe? You know, you, you have to keep that engagement. You have to, if something doesn't seem right up ahead, hey, maybe I, 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 de- I take a detour, right? Um, if something's not right on this side of the street, let's keep that distance. Distance is always your friend with personal safety. The closer you get to that threat, the less time you have to react. So if something just doesn't look right, cross the street, look both ways, obviously. That could be even more dangerous. I also believe if you're if you're running late at night or early in the morning, have a way to keep yourself lit up so those cars can see you because you may need it to, to run across the street quickly to, for your own safety. But that distance is always your friend. And- that was David Nance. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative, movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I'm syncing up with personal safety expert, David Nance, CEO of Sabre and founder of Sabre's Personal Safety Academy. In light of recent national and local news about runners being attacked and killed on early morning jogs or late night runs, This conversation is really eye-opening, and I hope helpful for people that don't want to be dominated by fear, but want to be safe and do their thing their way. As an athlete and a generally cautious individual, I am the first person to text at least five people that I'm going out on a run or I'm off on a ride. I share my iPhone location, my routes, and do all of the overly cautious things I need to do to be safe that make me feel confident about going out on a run. However, my ideal time of day to train is late morning. There's usually hundreds of people out and about. Or I ride in a group, even though they sometimes drop me. There's lots of cyclists on the road. Point being, I am lucky because not everyone can do that or wants to do that. During our conversation, David offers tips and advice on best practices for personal safety on the move, at home, or in the woods on an adventure. He sheds light on how to use pepper spray, a personal safety alarm, or use the Frontiersman bear spray if you're out in the wild. We also sync up about the workouts and wellness routines that fuel David for success. Sabre is the leading personal safety brand with police and consumers worldwide. It is a family-owned and operated business with more than 45 years of experience in the personal safety space. 
with a long-standing reputation for providing reliable, easy-to-use, personal safety solutions to help put more distance between the user and multiple threats. David is a nationally acclaimed safety expert dedicated to educating law enforcement officers and the public about personal safety. He is the son of Sabre's founder and grew up in the industry where he has devoted his life and career to helping others stay safe. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Before we dive in, shout out to our sponsors at Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. It transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed nutrition recommendations you need to optimize your health. Get 20% off today at insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. Head over to the app wherever you listen on Apple, click on the Marnie on the Move podcast, scroll through the episodes, click on the five stars and leave a review. Also, share this episode with your friends wherever you like to get social. Now onto my conversation with David. Tell me about Sabre, Personal Safety Academy, products, gear, and the inspiration behind this family-owned company. Yeah, so, I mean, actually, my father started the company in 1975. So, you know, we're the, 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 the world's largest producer of, of, you know, we're the leader in personal safety products, and we've been at it a long, long time. Um, he, he was actually in the military, and so we had a little bit of familiarity. He came across a company that was doing this, liked it, liked the concept. Crime was really high back in the 70s, unfortunately, kind of what we're trending towards now. So we thought an opportunity to help others. And then he realized, I can make this better than what's currently on the market. So he started manufacturing it in short order afterwards. It was a a $228 investment. That's all the money he and my mother had to their names in their late 20s, and now we're the global leaders. So pretty exciting. Now now we're second generation. Myself and my three siblings own and operate the business, and our our mission is to make people confident in their daily lives so they can do the things they want to do, commute to work, go out on a date, go for a run, do those things, and not stay at home because they're afraid or be are too worried about it. So we help people live the life they want to confidently. And so what are some of the products that you make that you manufacture? So, so, so global leader in pepper spray. Um, we also do personal security items that kind of light up or make noise. So people will call for help when you need it. Smart products, smart pepper spray. So when you press that button, it, it sends a notification immediately your selected contacts it also has geo tracking that will follow you and notify your 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 loved ones where you're at after you've deployed that spray we do bear spray Mm -hmm. um, for the outdoors for the wild we do dog spray we also do some home security type products and then other safety horns bear horns things like that so it's all in the safety realm whether you're protecting yourself or your home your belongings your family members you know, anytime I go out on my bike or go for a ride or go for a run, I tell like my entire social media network, I let my family know, I share my like geolocation, you know, you, maybe you can offer some tips. I mean, this is obviously your expertise of how people, men and women could be safe when they go out for their favorite run or ride. Sure. I mean, look, this is one of the most 
dangerous, perhaps, unfortunately, to say parts of our lives. People run early in the morning or late at night by themselves. It's just yeah. life gets in the way. Read a lot of blogs lately about, hey, run with a partner, never do so at night. Well, I mean, we, we got to go to work. We have other stuff we have to do. So you've got to get your run in when you can. And oftentimes that means by yourself, and that means early in the morning or late at night. That's when I train, and, and, and when I go up and down the lakefront here in Chicago, I see a lot of individuals by themselves, men and women. Of course, you see the running groups, but it just ha- you have to do it or you won't be able to get it in. Yeah. So what can you do to stay safe? You know, you, you have to keep that engagement. You have to, if something doesn't seem right up ahead, hey, maybe I, 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 de- I take a detour, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if something's not right on this side of the street, let's keep that distance. Distance is always your friend with personal safety. The closer you get to that threat, the less time you have to react. So if something just doesn't look right, cross the street, look both ways. Obviously, that could be even more dangerous. Yeah. I also believe if you're, if you're running late at night or early in the morning, have a way to keep yourself lit up. So those cars can see you because you may need it to, to run across the street quickly to, for your own safety. But that distance is always your friend. And keeping that engagement. And, you know, we in Chicagoans, I know you as New Yorkers, by nature, we, 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 we like other people and we want to be good to other people. But when you're by yourself, sometimes if you have to even be rude, um, do what's yeah. necessary to keep yourself safe. You know, those distraction techniques. People start trying to ask you questions when you're running. Hey, I'm busy here. I got to. So, sorry, sorry. I don't know. So do you think that it's a good idea to for runners or cyclists, people who feel a certain level of uncomfortability about being by themselves to more from a like safety of being attacked type perspective. And I hate to be negative or paranoid, but it's a reality should carry something like a pepper spray or pepper gel. This uh, is nice because it's ambidextrous. I can put it in my right or left hand. 10% of the population is left-handed. I can run with my hand open. A lot of people like to do that. I can put a glove underneath this in the winter. It's right at my fingertips, ready to right. use as a safety. It's adjustable. This is reflective, so people, yeah. the cars can see me. So there's a lot of benefits to this. And it's gel. I mean, it's pretty windy. It was windy city here in Chicago. So the gel prevents the wind blowback. And, you know, when you, when, a lot of yeah. times when you spray stuff, there's that little atomized droplet. You don't have that with this. So it sticks to what it um, contacts. And it's less likely to affect you, and it sprays 20% further than traditional pepper spray. So this is the number one running safety device. It's a Sabre running pepper gel. I absolutely do recommend it, especially if you're running alone, for sure. Yeah, it's just – and obviously, like, practicing awareness is important as well. And also, great idea to let people know when you're going for a run. Let them follow you and track you. It's also great – and then you also have something for cyclists as well. Yeah, and one more, one more, one more thing I want to say about running because these fatal attacks, part of me, do occur almost annually. It's really, it's really sad to see. But change up your routine. A lot of people go at the same time every day. They run the same path, and you're in the public eye. People can take notice of that and expect you and prepare for you and plan for that. I think you should mix it up. Go through different neighborhoods. Go through different times of the day if you can. But if you yeah. can't, you always have to run at the same time. Change your path and definitely share it with other people. Um, you talked about for cyclists. Yes, uh, you know, we're both triathletes. I cycle the, the lakefront in Chicago. I have a dog spray that I keep in my bag because a couple times when I go through the neighborhoods on the far south end of, of the, the lake path, I've had a couple dogs right at my ankle while, oh, while, wow. while you're cycling. They seem, to, they seem to chase after moving things. So 
so definitely for dogs, I think that is a real issue and it doesn't hurt them. It's not, it, it just is temporary. It's, it's EPA approved. I think that's a really good idea. And one of the original reasons that we kind of hopped on this call was just like outdoor safety. So a lot of my listeners are triathletes or they enjoy hiking. Sabre makes a bear spray and products for hikers or adventure seekers that also want to be safe from bears. So maybe talk to me a little bit about the elements, the outdoor nature where we're exploring their world and need to stay safe. Right. So bears are the top of the food chain in North America. And generally speaking, I mean, bears are, are nice. But if you accidentally startle one because you come around a corner and they didn't hear you or on the other side of a tree or you get between them and their cubs or there's a, a dead carcass that's their, their meal and you get between them and that, you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. And so those things can happen um, unintentionally. And, you know, if you don't have a way to protect yourself, you're not going to outrun a bear. You're not going to climb a tree and get away from a bear. And it's real up. You'll be really lucky if you actually defend yourself with your hands against a bear. So um, there was a study done by the Fish and Wildlife that said 93% of the time bear spray is effective at deterring bears. So it, it, it just very unlike this, it deploys a 35 foot range in a huge cloud. Um, with a diameter of greater than the size of a doorway. So when that bear is going fast across the ground, you're going to cover encompass its upper torso, head and mouth. And you want to aim it at like about a, you know, kind of at an angle towards the ground so you don't shoot it over its head. Yeah. But it, it, the whole thing is protecting you at a distance from this. Let me grab it. I can't yeah. see how big they are. I mean, you know, they come in holsters, but this, this gives you an idea. It's kind of like a small fire extinguisher, basically. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're easy to use, carry it on your hip, carry it on, on a chest holster or a carabiner, and just have it accessible when you're in bear country. And even yeah. for, like, you know, gravel cyclists or MTB cyclists, if they're out mm-hmm. riding or trail runners, I mean, it's it's big. Do you have smaller ones or some, do you have something? Yeah, no. We don't. We don't. But we have two things that accompany for, for those specific issues. So. You can convert the, the, the water carrier into mm-hmm. a carrying device for the bear spray. A lot of okay. people do. So, you know, you typically have two water carriers. So you slide the one in your frame. We make the device that slides into it, fits right in there. So it's right at your fingertips. As far as trail runners, we have a bear belt. It goes across your lower back. And, you know, you can carry your phone. It, it, it's, you know, a couple other things like a key or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes it that that's more comfortable than a hip holster or a chest holster when you're running. So um, that's that's a good product. There's another company out there that does that. That does a really nice job because ours is actually in, in concept right now. But I'm trying to think of the other company. But if you Google Bear Belt, they're okay. out there. There's good product. Yeah. yeah and I mean, is that, that really like sure. something like that? that's like the main issue that you would run into like out in like the woods or a forest. Are there like certain behaviors that you would need to look for or just like, I mean, I do not want to ever see a bear, but yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you do. They're remarkable, but you kind of want to do it. From like the television. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, the, the best way to prevent that encounter is to make noise. So we make a bear horn, one second, um, and this product, so like every half mile or so, you just give this a little tap, 
Mm-hmm. And, and you, you can hear it up to a half mile. The bear hears that. They don't know what it is. They're not sure. They're kind of scared by it. So they go in the opposite direction. If the bear's charging, this is not going to stop the bear. You're not scaring it. It already sees right. you, right? That's what, when you actually need the spray that will, the bear will go through that cloud. It'll breathe that in. It'll hit its eyes. They don't like it. They leave. There was an incident where a photographer in Saskatchewan had that our product earlier this summer and he caught it on film. It's on our website and you see how quick the bear just runs in the opposite direction. So it's very effective. Um, but by and large, like I said at the beginning, you make noise, you're not going to startle a bear. Number right. one, that's number one most important thing. Number two, you see a, you see a cub or, or you see, and, you know, yeah. a dead carcass. You should be looking quick. You should be grabbing your spray because that bear, that the mother bear is close behind and you're going to need to probably protect yourself in that scenario. So, yeah, it's their, it's their home that we're in. And the last thing we want to do is shoot a bear. So, And this is much more effective than this. And the bear lives happily ever after. They don't have to euthanize the bear. Unfortunately, if a bear attacks a human, they have to euthanize it as well, which nobody wants that. I'm in Manhattan, and I ride up and down the West Side Highway. So, you know, over the GW, right. but there's no bears. I was nervous, actually, because I was going to be doing a – a uh, ride in Virginia, in, um, I'm, and it's on the road, but I have always worry about animals, like, coming at me from, like, the woods. <laughs> I know yeah. that sounds silly, but, like, it's it's no. real, it's true. Like, you never know. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Like, so I know this is a family business. Did What products came first? Was it the personal safety? Was it the bear spray? So it was the personal safety, and then we – my father created Halon fire extinguishers and uh, unfortunately Halon was determining it back in the, this is back in the nineties, the Montreal protocol in 1993 mm-hmm. determined that Halon might be affecting um, global warming. So we stopped. We're like, okay, we're done with that. And then we had all these larger cans and that's when the bear spray came about. Got Believe it or it. not, we basically transitioned fire extinguishers into the bear spray. Now we also we, we also are the global leader in providing pepper spray to police NYPD. You mentioned here in New York they carry our product. Um, the nice thing about pepper spray used by police they carry it on their belt. It's low on the force continuum, which it means so there was actually a study done by the Force Science Research Center and the saber red pepper spray used by police is the safest uh, form of force that is used by law enforcement. It was deemed to be the safest. So that's good for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, so I, so, so NYPD does carry our product. Most, most major police forces across the country, which gives us a lot of credibility. I mean, those are the people that are using it daily and, um, they, they want to get home to their family as well. So it gives us a lot of credibility as a company, I believe. And how do you, like, I'm just curious, like, how do you use pepper spray or the pepper gel? Like, should you be in an, a situation where you need to like well uh, so you want to have it readily available mm-hmm. um if you know we make we make things like quick release key rings so if you're carrying it on a bag you can simply detach it quickly and it's right there at your fingertips or if you're carrying it inside say a purse or a pocket it, it's it's secure so if someone sees it they can't rip it away from you right but you just press that button and boom it's at your fingertips so you need to have it available. If if you're running, I I recommend the ones that are on your right. hand. We also make yeah. one bicep, so it's right there. Um, so and if you're walking by yourself across the parking lot at night, whatnot, you park your eyes, have it in your hand. Yeah. When you use your thumb. There's more pressure. A lot of I see this a lot. No, yeah. don't use your index finger. Use your thumb. There's more pressure that comes from your thumb, and you're going to be more accurate. 
Do you have more control of the product? If you had to, this becomes a fist and a stronger fist because right. you have this container in it, in it and you can, you know, break a collarbone, you can strike if need be. Right, because so you also teach like self-defense as well in your, yeah. We teach a limited form of that in our Sabre Personal Safety Academy. It's designed to teach you how to get away. Okay. We're not designed for you to stand there and spar with a person. Okay. We want to teach you how to make it do something quick, like cover up, maybe a quick contact, and boom, you're off. Either it gives you an opportunity to back up and spray or run off to safety. I just, my belief in being around this in this space, mm-hmm. dealing with defensive tactics instructors globally and, 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 and a, lot, a lot of martial arts, a lot more than an hour or half a day to really get proficient to protect yourself in that situation. So do it at a distance, and that's what the spray allows. Do it at a distance. You can protect yourself against more than one person at the same time. Oh, and you want to go for the eyes. thought. Yeah. So, okay, so you aim it. Ear to ear across the eyes. You want to, And what happens is even if they're under the influence of drugs or alcohol or they're emotionally disturbed and they can't feel pain, once you get it in their eyes, it causes involuntary eye closure. And they, they can probably still move their arms and legs, but you take away someone's vision, you have a, a much better chance of getting away from them then. They may, they're likely going to run to where you were, so you sidestep and you escape to safety. So it's that vision that you're looking to take away. You take away that sense, and you have a big advantage over someone that is trying to get a hold of you. Awesome. Yeah, I've always wondered like how, how you have to be close enough at arm's distance, though, to someone. So this is like... No, no, no. Yeah. If you're going hand to hand, you do. Yeah. Right. And, and oftentimes, you know, if you're a smaller statured individual, that other person's going to have a greater arm reach that yeah. really puts you at a disadvantage. And they're going, they're thinking they're going to hit you first and their mm-hmm. actions always going to be faster than your reaction. Mm-hmm. So if you want to engage in that, you better know defense block moves. Yeah. You better know them really well. And you better practice them all the time. Otherwise keep that distance with a spray, spray up to 12 feet. Um, and then the other thing that I mentioned, Marty, is the fact that 25% of the time, the Department of Justice says these attacks are occurring with multiple attackers. 40% okay. of the time, homes are invaded. It's multiple intruders, multiple burglars. So that's another advantage of spray is that yeah. you get about 35 shots or about 15 se- continuous seconds time to empty out of this. It gives you the opportunity to, to stop multiple people if need be. Yeah, I mean, th- and this is interesting, something for kids even, not young kids but in new york city i was just thinking about taking the subway or trains i mean it doesn't have to be a runner no no not at all i mean look, listen I, there's some states about a I'm dozen like, that say yeah. you have to be 18 and say you have to be about 18 to, to purchase it but you know a lot of states i i recommend if you're in a state where you don't have to be 18 it's you're 16 and up you're driving yeah. a car you should have a way to protect yourself yeah otherwise um you know this is another product that runners use two folds two and one Personal alarm, press the button. You can hear up the length of four football fields, okay. about you know wow. twelve hundred feet. That's great. Or that lights up at that lights up at night, so also they can see you when you're running. That's um, great. Yeah, you know, automobiles and whatnot. So it's still safety. And I don't know if you're on a subway. That's pretty loud. It's not necessarily <laughs> the best if you're on a subway, but if you're walking away from that subway to your home and someone were to come upon you then it's, it, it works very well there too. Yeah, no, I was just asking because my partner has a 14-year-old daughter and she's just starting to take the subway in the city. And she actually didn't ask for this, but she wanted to take like martial arts or self-defense. I mean, you know, you hear these horror stories of like kids getting into Ubers and like, uh, you know, so I, I try not to be like the helicopter person, but yeah. Well, 
Hey, listen, I'm a big fan of martial arts. It, it, it trains your mind to think a certain way and that makes you a hard target. And when you become a hard target and you start thinking like, I don't know about that person. Maybe I'm by myself. I don't necessarily need to give this person. I'm not sure about directions. That in and of itself goes a long way to keeping you safe. But you can do everything right and attack it still occurs. So having a way at, yeah. at the very least a personal call for help or deter that attack is, is a good idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you just automatically go into your family business? Was there something that you were studying or pursuing like when you were younger that you – did before that kind of got you to where you are now i was planning on being your neighbor in new york city at wall street was basically where i had my heart set um i worked at the chicago mercantile exchange which is a futures and option uh trading floor was at one time here on on wacker street but uh you know i i, I and i went back over the summer as i was take, going to take my cfa and i just kind of fell in love with my father's business my, my, my father and mother this business they built built and I saw so much opportunity. I did a couple trade shows. I got familiar with the product and the manufacturing process. I thought, you know what, I can help a lot of people with this. And that's that was that's been the road. I had a job offer with Merrill Lynch, believe it or not, that company that name you haven't heard in a while. And yeah. uh I turned it down and said, No, nope, I'm gonna go forward with Saber and that was in nineteen ninety seven. Here I am. So wow. it's been it's been a lot of fun. We, there's a ton more we have to do. I, I still think people are too reactive with their personal safety. We want them to be proactive. We want them to have a safety mindset. That's my ultimate goal. And we work on that every day with our marketing team and our training team and so on and so forth. But, uh, people like you help us get there. So we appreciate I really appreciate being yeah. on your show. You know, I think it's really important. You know, I have always been what people would say, like, paranoid because – but I think that language needs to change because as we are seeing, you really do have to bring like paranoid about like going for a run or going for a bike ride or doing something by myself. And I've grown up here in New York City and it's as scary as it seems for people that don't live here. It feels super safe to be here because you're never really like there's always people around. There's always something happening. But at the same time, like since the pandemic, it's been a little bit scarier just in terms of like crime and things happening and I feel like people should embrace personal safety and they should be you know proactive as as opposed to trying to say like you shouldn't take you shouldn't take a pepper gel with you on a run or take the personal sound alarm with you like those things are real things that could happen and these are things you can do to protect yourself Right. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, we, we live in a world where that stuff is a necessity. But, you know, it's at the same time, it, it is. So, it, you know, it's it's better off to have something, even though, it, it, it you know, it's, it's something you don't want to have to think about. But carrying this in and of itself yeah. causes you to think, like, I need to I need to be a hard target today. I need to be engaged. And yeah. that goes a long, long way to keeping you safe. So, yeah. yeah. You know, how do you yeah. How are you growing the business? Well, I think it's product innovation, and I think it's finding ways to reach as many people as, as possible through, you know, influencers, through people with shows like yourself. Um, our marketing team, you know, we do a nice job with, with our digital campaigns, our website, as far as, you know, you type in pepper spray with the first brand that comes up, things like that. Um, but also, it's just reaching more and more stores um, you know, run, runners, runners world just did a big uh, mention of us on, on why runners should carry our products. There, there's just a lot of different ways, things that go into it, but right. innovation is absolutely crucial. Innovation is absolutely crucial. Want to continue to find out the problems people are having, see if we can provide solutions for them. Yeah. And so how do you, and you mentioned, you know, we were talking, I know that you're also an athlete 
Is it, are you just a triathlete? Are you doing other sports? And like, how does all of that factor into how you're successful in your business day to day? Love that question. So um, I do triathlons. I'm not sure I'm a triathlete. Uh, I, I crossed the finish line. That's kind of the goal. I played college football and, and two shoulder surgeries and a knee surgery. And, my, and I just don't, I don't run well. So, you know, that, I wish that was first and not last. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, I think running a business is, is, is competitive. And I, I think it's stressful and I think it requires a lot of work, requires a lot of energy. So I start, I would say, six days of the week doing some sort of exercise, and it calms me. And I feel much better going into the office um, after doing that. And, and, and it's just, I think it, it, it builds confidence as well, too. So it's part of my my lifestyle. I think I'll always do it forever, and I enjoy it. And, and I think it makes me better at my job absolutely doing that. I also think meditation helps, too. Um, so I, I try to mix both those things. But and try try to mix both those things in the morning, and then I have a seven month old daughter. And if I could spend a little fifteen minutes with her before the day starts, that's a great morning. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you Thank have you. other kids? Yeah. No, I got started late. She's she's number one. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be more. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. So, or do you have any races planned, like next up or next summer? You know, Miami Triathlon, Southeast Triathlon is in, in the spring, and I'll do Chicago again. And and uh, I mean, I was trying to bait on that new york thing i was talking to some neat some people from connecticut it was bikes were next to me in chicago like oh it's totally safe i'm like are you sure they're like yeah yeah like no i mean it's safe like if you're not like it's it's gross it's safe some years i mean i feel like they canceled a lot of swims this summer in triathlon but um i'm doing the miami half marathon that's my next my next race nice yeah i do some half marathons but um where do you train in chicago so the lakefront yeah. um, for, for cycling and running, and then uh, Ohio Street Beach. There's a nice little half mile jaunt out and back where all the um, triathletes and swimmers go. Um, you got to wear a wetsuit a lot of the, the sun, beginning first half of summer, though. It's pretty cold. Yeah, um, it's probably getting cold again. But either that or our at the East Bank Club, which has got a really nice facility here in downtown Chicago. Yeah, now when I have to be indoors. But how about you? I run up and down like the West Side Highway or I'll go into the park. I used to run around the right. other side in the seaport, but now they close like the whole running path because they're building a seawall. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're like oh, the I whole thing that. is like oh, wow. gutted and uprooted and everything. Back to Saber. Personal safety is just so important. Any last advice for listeners? Yeah. I mean, I, I just think when it comes to personal safety, Regardless of which avenue you choose to protect yourself, just become really proficient with it. Familiarize yourself with whatever that product is, or if you're doing a martial arts, something hands-on, practice with that. Do that when-then thinking instead of if-then. When-then means when this happens, I'm going to do this. If-then means if that were to happen, it's like you're already telling your brain it's probably not going to happen. Right. So do the when-then. So you visualize it. So when you're in that scenario, you're already like, oh, I know that I'm going to use my thumb and I'm going to spray ear to ear over the eyes. And then I'm going to sidestep and escape to safety. Very yeah. easy. But, but actually doing that with my brain beforehand causes me to do it much more better. Or if someone's going to say, hey, what time is it? I need to use your phone when you're running. Sorry, I'm in a hurry. Good luck. Keep your distance. Yeah. Answer that distraction technique, but do it from a distance. Just those basic things 